What's up, everybody? Hope you guys are well. Here we are, Fulfill My Destiny podcast. Pastor James Levesque, want to thank you for tuning in, making us a part of your day. And yeah, we're going. Had an incredible weekend this past weekend. Um, I think we did six services in like two and a half days. So saw God do so many things. And we're back for an incredible week ahead. I'm going to call this one The Seed in the Sower, maybe part one. When Jesus was explaining the seed and the sower, he said something interesting in Mark 4, I believe it's verse 13 or 14, and he said, if you don't understand this parable, how are you going to understand any other parable that I'm speaking to you? The parable of the seed and the sower, I believe, is a prophetic foundational parable because when Jesus said that, what he was explaining was, and again, it was verse 13, he said, if you don't understand this, how do you understand any of the parables? See, the parables, it hides truth to those that don't obey, right? But it reveals truth for those that do obey, right? Why was this the key for every other parable? Well, because it has to do with stewardship. So much of your life is going to be based on stewardship, right? What you do, what you don't do. How, like, and it's not just stewarding, like, it's stewarding a person. I know a lot of people get prophetic words and then they like, go over them over and over again with their fine tooth comb like the way to see prophetic words come to pass are not it's not over analyzing it's surrendering to the one that gave you the word and jesus starts explaining he didn't just go through the parable again he begins to explain the parable to them because there's four people in this parable and in your life you're going to unfortunately or fortunately fall into one of these four categories and Jesus explains in the very first, well, first he says the sower sows the word. It's important to realize that the word is the seed. Your heart is the soil. The sower sows the word. And Jesus says, these were the one that fell by the wayside when the word was sown. When they hear it, immediately Satan comes in and takes the word that was sown in their heart. So the first group of people they may be there to receive the word they may even hear the word but the minute the word is sown in their life the devil comes in and steals it and that's the first group of people see when you sow seed it wasn't like the bible days today when you sow seed they got machines they till up the ground they make sure the seed gets sat in there and you know they just they do everything to you know cultivate the seed in the bible days They would just scatter seed and some of it would hit the ground and it would, you know, just tink, 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 and it never would take root, right? And so Jesus is saying there are people, when it comes to his word, the words over your life, what he's doing in your life, uh, there's some people, they're not going to change no matter what, because the minute the seed hits the ground, it's taken out, right? So the minute the seed is sown, the enemy takes it out. Matter of fact, uh, in the book of Matthew, it says, when they didn't understand the word, the enemy came and stole the seed. That word understanding meant learning that takes place through the senses. It's powerful. When they didn't understand the word, when they didn't allow the word to penetrate their senses, powerful. What does that tell me? That tells me that the word that God is speaking over you is not meant to just be conceptually understood. It has to go into your heart, right? This gospel is not meant to be observed. It's meant to be experienced. It's meant for you to have an encounter with God and that it changes your life and the way you do life going forward. And so for the first group of people, the Bible is very clear. That seed can't even set because it just, the devil comes right in and picks it off. 
there's no root system. It hasn't taken ground. It doesn't matter if your dad was a pastor. It doesn't matter if you were raised in church. It doesn't matter if you spent your whole childhood sleeping in a church. If it doesn't take root in you, it's, it's, it's pointless. If it doesn't take root in you, if it doesn't set in you, then what was the point, right? And then moving on to the second group of people, Jesus said, these likewise. Well, how many know you don't want to be in the these likewise, especially if you just got done saying that? These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately they receive it with gladness and they have no root in themselves. So they endure only for a time. But afterward, when tribulation and persecution arises for the word's sake, they immediately stumble. This is another group of people. This group can be a little misleading, to be honest with you. This group of people, the Bible says, received the word with gladness. They were excited. The seed came in and actually set in their heart for a minute. The seed came in, set in their heart, and uh, it actually began to spring up. But the Bible says, it says immediately they had no root in themselves, so they endure only for a time, right? Mark 4, 17, I'm reading. Afterward, when tribulation and persecution arises for the word's sake. I can't stress enough to you that the word over your life will require opposition. I can't stress to you enough that when you get a word from God, many times you will find yourself looking at that word with contrary evidence. Many times you'll find yourself looking at that word and going, what just happened? Somebody can get a word that God's going to give them great wealth. And then the very next day they get unemployed. At that moment, you got two choices, guys. You either make a decision that God gave you that word. The devil is a lie. I'm going to still serve. I'm going to still give. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to still watch. I'm going to look and pray. Or you start going, oh man, maybe that was not the Lord. Because if God gave me the word, then why would I the next day be unemployed? And yeah, that's clearly not a sign of God giving me something. And that's right. And so here's the challenge. Jesus said that you got the word, which you did, and you received it with gladness, which you did. But the minute that persecution rose up, tribulation rose up for the word's sake for the word's sake the word god has spoken over you will go through trial you will have to hold on to it you will have to hold it in your heart ponder it right god is perfecting something in you and why why does the word have to go through challenge because you don't get a reward system without options when you choose the right door number it works out for you but you can't just continually get a reward system if there's no options in front of you. And God will, in every season of promise, you'll be at another level of shaking. At every season of promotion, you'll find yourself like going through controversy inside because the word is controversial. God is speaking a word inside of you, a word over you, and it will go through trial. And so the option system only kicks in when you say no to something and continually say yes to the word. I've seen people, they love God, they came out the hood, they are they could be a dad or even a single mom just crushing it with their kids and God starts giving words. You're going to have a godly husband, you're going to have a godly wife like start speaking words over people and then you know what? It doesn't happen on their timeline. They get discouraged, they get frustrated, they wonder why it hasn't happened and then they start settling for less is all I can explain it. And especially in marriage is dangerous cuz who you 
who you settle for is going to, you know, dominate you. And so there we are, right? This, the parable of the sower, Jesus said would be the most important one out of any other parable he says. And as we look at the first two, it kind of dismal guys, the first people, they didn't even receive nothing. They heard it, but it didn't matter. And immediately got stolen. The second people actually got excited, accepted it with gladness. But the minute, the minute, the minute trials came, that seed got stolen. And so today, we're going to go Wednesday and cover the next two. But today, we guard our hearts. Father, for every person listening, I thank you that that seed that you're sowing, even now, is going to take root, that we understand the word in our lives will have to be warred over. We understand that there's more happening than we can see. But you've overcome the world, and we have protection by the blood, and we thank you that we are overcomers over anything that we're going to face, even for the word's sake. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Parable of the Sower, part one. We'll see you Wednesday, part two. Let's go.